everybody. Welcome back to It's the Little Things. This is India, of course, and I'm here with Maddie. Um, you probably heard about her. Um, Tate mentioned her in her episode, so I'm super excited because I just love what you're doing with the Lord, and I love just how Tate was able to like talk about you, and that's so encouraging, honestly. So I'm really glad you're here. Um, so why don't you just tell us a little about yourself and like about your testimony? Yeah, for sure. So yes, I'm Maddie. Um, I'm a senior here at Moorhead. I'm a psychology major um, and I'm minoring in business. I'm from Louisa, Kentucky, so super far east. Um, and yeah, so I'm studying to be a biblical counselor. So I'm planning on going to seminary afterwards for graduate school to kind of get my degree in that and to hopefully take it back home and to be a counselor there because we don't really have that. So that's what I am going to do for that. Um, as far as my testimony, I guess I could mention that I am also the president of the BCM. I didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> but the BCM is the Baptist Campus Ministries on campus. And so I've been there for about four years and I've been uh, given this role and it's just been really great, really cool thing to see um, all the opportunities that we have to spread the gospel and the things we have to be a community for believers. And so that's something I always needed. And so to be able to be there has been really great. Um, but yeah, so far as testimony, um, I have been a believer for a long time. Um, I think I was saved when I was about seven years old. Um, I grew up in the church. My dad's a pastor. Um, and it was great. I kind of had like the picture perfect childhood for a long time. Um, and so I was probably about 13 years old. And then my parents went through a divorce. And so it was very, a very messy divorce, nothing very professional about it. I mean, divorces are not great anyways, but um, yeah, so it was not great. And so after that, my parents kind of just kind of depart, like parted from each other. And it was, they kind of went with their own ways. They married very soon after. So there's me and then there's my two little brothers and they're just everything to me. And so it was us. And then it was just like, them. so it was very difficult for a long time. And going into high school, it was a really hard thing. And I was kind of in the faith, but I didn't really have a church. And I didn't really have people around me that were really nurturing that in me. So I kind of fell off a little bit. I still claimed to be a Christian. Um, but then I got in some really nasty things. So like I was dating people who weren't believers. Um, I was getting into drinking and, um, and doing some different drugs, things like that. It wasn't a great thing. Um, but then I was also all the time just being like, I still love Jesus though, you know, <laughs> and it was not, not a great scene. So then about senior year, I was still doing those things. Um, but then I kind of was realizing like, Hey, this isn't how it's supposed to be, but I kept doing it. So then I came here, decided to come here. I came with one of my best friends and she actually left. And so then I was just kind of here. And so I was like, Oh gosh, like what am I going <laughs> to do? Like it was, it was scary. But then I had a friend from home. We were, weren't really close, but I knew she went to the BCM. And so I was like, Hey, will you just take me in and like help me navigate this? And she's like, of course. And so I started going to the BCM and started doing all our events. And we have an event called TNL. Um, it's our comedy show. And I went one night and I felt the, the speaker was talking about anxiety or something. And I remember going back to my dorm and I was just so emotional. And I was like, oh, what am I doing? Like the Lord used that speaker to show me that like this time was not a time that I was supposed to be doing. Like I wasn't supposed to be saying I love the Lord in, in one corner of my mouth and then acting this way in another and so it was really just really convicting. And so since then, the Lord has kind of just um, straightened my ways and allowed me to see the things that are I shouldn't be doing and has given me the path of, of you know, trying to live for his glory and for his name. So 
it's been a beautiful recovery since then. So, right. Yeah. yeah. That's an that's an awesome testimony because I feel like a, a lot of times just with college in general, it's this hard path that you have to navigate kind of on your own and you're not under your parents' roof anymore. Yeah. So you kind of yeah. have to hold yourself accountable. And that's, I think, the hardest part about, you know, being in college. Um, but our big question here that I totally forgot to ask Tate last time and she put me right back into my place <laughs> after a while. But um, so – our big question here is like, what has somebody or someone or something that has just changed your life for the better? And how yeah. have you used that on your journey with Christ? Yeah. So I would say there's several. I watched Tate's episode. She had several. <laughs> so I was like, okay, that's okay. <laughs> um, but I wrote them down so I wouldn't forget. Um, but for one, I mean, even the testimony itself, the BCN has been such a impact in my life. Just the people there that have helped me. Um, you know, the, the thing about it too is they're all very messy, just like me. And so it was just cool to go to somewhere that, like, I knew that they were trying to navigate life just like me, but all the time trying to live with the Lord, too. And so just to have that accountability um, in people and of actually seeing the true gospel in a group of people that were my age was very impactful for me because I never experienced that. I never was really in a youth group. I never was really um, with people like my age. There's also just older people, usually things like that that I saw. So the BCM was uh, it was just like a help me just completely flip around in some things. So that was one thing. Um, some other people, Tate, I mean, I know she, she uh, she's the best. Um, she's just one of the best friends that you could ask for. And, and the BCM showed me those things. So it allowed us to connect and allow me to connect to other friends um, that, again, was in the same mindset as me um, and just allowed me to kind of have that people to back me up on certain things. Also, my grandma, she is, uh, she is just, you know, like those, those people, like the, the wise people in your life, like um, the kind of just people that are just older than you and just know things and they're just full of wisdom. It's her. It's my nanny. <laughs> and so she has just been very impactful on, you know, when things get hard, when things get rough, you know, just look to the Lord, keep doing the next thing. So she was very impactful on my life. And then some like quotes or scriptures. One thing that I, I so I, I do a Bible study within the BCMI and the leader for junior girls. Mm-hmm. And so one thing that we're, we're going through Galatians and we're trying to navigate that with Paul and with all these different things that he was doing about um, trying to spread the gospel to these people who knew the gospel, but they didn't really act as they did. They didn't really care. And one thing that kind of stuck out to us uh, was trying to realize that like we are just like them, but that the Lord is it's still faithful and true. And so when we mess up and when we feel like um, the Lord is maybe not where as close as he should be, we have to remember that um, the Lord will not love us any more or any less than he does right now. And so that's so impactful because I felt like I was just messing up and messing up and messing up, um, especially in my walk before a couple years ago. Um, but to remember that like the Lord is faithful and true always was one big thing that I kind of held on to that was like, oh, wow that's true and that's good and that was something that really really helped me a lot so yeah that really reminds me last night we were um, actually doing a bible study as well that we just started with my team and we were going over hebrews 11 specifically and talking about how moses consistently said constantly by faith yeah that was his phrase that he used over and over and over and i really liked that and we kind of dug down deep into it and like why like why by faith and we kind of came to the conclusion that faith is more than just some little thing it's required for 
our relationship with God to work out at all. And that's what I love about it so much is like faith is more than just some small thing. Like faith is the big thing. That's the, the, the big thing we have to have. And by faith, we're able to do whatever we're able yeah. to do. And I love that Moses just talked. And we went over it again last night just about how his story and how he was able to go to one of the most powerful men in the world and was like, let my people go. And like, and <laughs> I was like, that, yeah. that literally just terrifies me to think about, like, how is he able to do that by faith? That's why he's able to do that. And I just love that concept just by faith. That's such a powerful message, I feel yeah, like. That's so good. Yeah, I just, I'm just like overwhelmed with just this emotion that I have just with Hebrews alone, because especially in better life, I just love the concept of how Christianity is not a gray area, right? And it's black and white. And I love that. And we were talking about that last night. And just with Moses alone and talking about like, letting his people go like he, he barely knew these people, like he just knew they were treated bad. And I remember talking to the girls last night and just being like, why was he able to go to him and just say these things and was like, was able to just basically talk to his adopted family and just disregard the fact that he could be treated like royalty. And he disregarded that and was like, no, I'm going to do what my, but what what God's will for me is. And I'm going to have faith and trust that there is a reason that I'm supposed to do this. And Mm -hmm. there is a purpose behind what he's asking me to do. And that's what I love the most about it. But that's what your story reminded me yeah. of, and I thought that was awesome. That's so good. Yeah, and I could point something to the scripture that's always impacted me, too. Um, Romans 8, 28, um, looking at, like, the life of Moses and how he was literally, like, they were trying to kill him. Like, he was, they were trying to sacrifice his life completely, um, and he went through some terrible things, and his people went through some terrible things. I mean, they were slaves. They were enslaved. These people, they were getting murdered. They were getting hurt, and, like, you, oftentimes, like, you think, like, when you're in the spot of your faith where you're just like, there's so much going on mentally or, or in your life. You're just like, why do these things happen? Like, why would I have to go through this time of drinking and, and doing terrible things to get to where I am now? But in Romans 8.28, it talks about, let's see here. it says, and we know for those who love God, all things work together for good for those who are called according to his purpose. For those he knew he also predestined to be conformed to the image of the son in order that he might be the firstborn among many brothers. And so with that, knowing that all things, literally all things, the time where I was most destructive to myself or I was destructive to my family from these actions that I had or that Moses went through that time of, of trying to get his people out, and I'm sure there was so much sorrow and pain within that, it all works for the glory of God and for our good. And how reassuring that is to know that we are not too far gone. And that the Lord is with us always and that he would redeem his people like that. That's, that's one of those <laughs> verses where I just like have to always remind myself. And that's always been very impactful on my life. Yes. Yeah. I, we talked last night as well about the story of Job mm-hmm. and how he was so faithful to God that God was like, go for it, Satan. Like, take whatever you, <laughs> yeah. take whatever you want yeah. from him. And I know he's still going to be by my side in the end. And he's still going to have faith in me. And it was so cool to talk about that because everybody was like, oh my gosh, you're so right. And like, it was so cool because he literally had his whole entire life basically ripped from his hands. And he still said, like, I have faith, like by faith, I'm able to go through all of this, knowing that if, 
in this life, I'm not delivered your promises that I'm going to have peace in heaven. And I think that's so cool because like right now or going through anything ever, we always, it's kind of hard to see the end of the tunnel and just be like, okay, like what I'm going through does have a purpose, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Like everybody says that, but like actually knowing and having that in your heart, knowing like what I went through in the past Mm -hmm. there, that is who made it who I am today. And I can sit here and I can tell other people that I made it through that and you can too. And I think that's so cool. And the story of Job is such an awesome message because he literally got his whole life ripped from him Mm -hmm. and he was able to use that story. And I was talking last night, some of these stories in the Bible really sound like something from a movie (laughs) because I'm like, there's no way that happened. But then I'm like, well, there is a way that happened yeah. because without that happening, like God wouldn't be able to be like, I delivered these people. Right. And then we would be like, like, will you really deliver me? Like, right. yes, exactly. he will read the Bible. I mean, come on. There's so many good stories in here and it sounds like a movie and it's just like watching a TV show. Cause yeah. I'm basically like, Oh my goodness. <laughs> I mean, I can't stop reading it because yeah. it's like a cliffhanger every yeah. time I get done, but I just love that a lot. And that, the story of Moses kind of reminds me of the story of Job, how Moses went through so many trials and in the end was able to free the people of with God's help, of course. <laughs> but yeah, I thought that was so cool. Um, but yeah, that's what your story reminded me of. Yeah, 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 that's good stuff for sure. Is there any other stories that y'all have like talked about in your Bible study that I've kind of like spoke to you? Yeah, so we just got started with it, really, um, and I think that it's just been, actually, well, I'm in another small group, too, I'm in a small group for us seniors, and we've been discussing kind of just, like, the lies that women are told that we believe um, to be true, and so that's, like, different impacts of, like, society, what society tells us we can do, or, like, what our minds tell us that we can do or we can't do, um, but it's all just kind of, like, pointing us back to what the Lord actually says that we can do and how like intricate the, the, the devil can make things seem so they can, he can make things like things like seem like that. It is pretty truthful because it's kind of like it, but it's kind of not like it. Um, and so just like the trickiness of that, um, trying to navigate that. But like you said, like when you read the Bible, it should never be boring and it should always be impactful for your life. And so, when you've truly been changed by the blood of Christ and, you know, you're navigating this, you should always see it as something that's exciting to you and that you live your life by that the Lord literally speaks to you through. And so when you're doing those things and reading, then those lies become a little bit more like you can detect them a little bit better. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that is so impactful with trying to understand, trying to navigate through life and understanding that, you know, this, this truth of the Bible is the only thing that you can set your life on. And so when you're not doing those things, the lies become a little bit more scary. But when you are and when you're navigating it just like you should be on his word, then everything becomes just a little bit more softer. Not that things get easier for you because that is never the case. But just that you have the mighty Lord of Moses, of Job, with you, teaching you always and navigating your life. Amen. That's good. I that's really cool that you say that because the other day we were talking after Pastor Daniel's lesson and just how there's almost like a fakeness of Christianity yeah, yeah. sometimes and we kind of tend to get in that that 
area where sometimes we're just kind of like, does the Bible really say that? Mm -hmm. Does it like, do I really want to believe that? Or should I just kind of adjust how I feel and what the Bible says on society? But it gets to the point where it, like I said, Christianity becomes such a gray area sometimes because it's like, okay, society's saying I need to do this, Mm -hmm. but the Bible specifically says, no, Mm -hmm. you don't need to do that. And it doesn't change over time. The Bible does not adjust to society or the world. So why should we, right? And I think that's really cool that you said that about like the truth coming out and just kind of being more obvious. Because if you're not in the word, you're never going to know the truth. Because there's so much going on in the world that is just spitting lies at us. And we get kind of stuck in that, like, you know, the beauty standards and all that. But we're made perfect in in God's eyes. And he made us beautiful. And we kind of get stuck in those lies. And I specifically do. I mean, I know as a female athlete, it kind of gets to the point where like you're built so muscular and that's not like the original, like beautiful woman, like petite. And, and that was hard for me growing up, but realizing in the word, I, it does not matter what I look like because deep down in my heart, that's what makes me beautiful. And so that was always hard growing up, but realizing like being in the word is when you actually know the truth. And I thought that was super cool how you brought that up. Just how like, Satan throws these lies at us through social media, through YouTube, through just the world in general and like how crazy politics have gotten and all that just Mm -hmm. blinds how we see the Bible. And that's, it should be the opposite. The Bible should blind how you see society. And I think that's, I think that's really interesting just how you brought that up because I was talking about that the other day (laughs) and just how, and how Pastor Daniel makes it so cool just making like I said, like making Christianity black and white, because that's what it is. Mm -hmm. It's not a maybe or okay, like maybe he thinks this or that. No, it's, it's truth. The Bible is truth. And that's it. And that's all there is to it. And it's, it's no, it's not complicated. It's simple. And it's an easy yes or no. And I think that's super cool, because it makes it, it makes it not confusing. And it's hard coming from an outside perspective if you're not in the word because it it becomes something that seems like it's complicated Mm -hmm. but once you dig in and once you actually read the word it's not and I love that about it yeah yeah and I think with that too like I think that we also lose a lot of like um tools that we have that can be really good for us so like the power of prayer I mean it's so powerful and we neglect that um just as society as we are but reading the word just taking time to actually just like study it truthfully Study it for what it is, not to skim through it, but like actually dig down and like try to figure out why the speech is there or why they're using the certain verbs or who they're talking about. Like those things are impactful. But even with that, like doing things like me and my one of my roommates, we just did a month of fasting for social media. And like what like great tool that was just to like kind of break myself in the mold. I'm very self-conscious. That's just one of my things. Like I just that's just how I am and I care about what people think of me. And it's very hard um but this time like it almost made me like not even want to get back on social media like it is hard it was tough there was times that I did get on it when I shouldn't have but it was just like allowed me to see that there are far better things in his word in books about the Lord I started reading instead of taking my time of just scrolling mindlessly and how that was realizing how how much that decays your mind Mm -hmm. and like I read books about the holiness of God or like faithful women um, in the faith that were so impactful that we could try to be like and and the ways that they navigated the hard situations in their life. Things that were actually useful rather than me just, you know, comparing myself to another person. 
Um, but things like that, I feel like we kind of lose that sometimes, but it's, it's very needed in it this time showed me that for sure. Yeah, I really love that a lot. Um, I know fasting is kind of seem almost, I know it talks about it a lot in the Bible, but like nowadays it's kind of just one of those like, oh yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's actually a really cool concept and I love that. I know when we were younger, we used to fast from like soda and stuff. <laughs> and I'm um, like, the, the concept of fasting from social media is amazing because I mean, it literally can control your thoughts. Literally everything. Yeah. Right, and it, like, blows my mind how consumed I can get because I can literally scroll for hours, and I thought it was, like, 10 minutes. Yes. And it blows my mind because, in like you said, in that time, we could be reading. We could, I mean, like, one book I've talked about a few times, The Well-Watered Woman, and oh, I know so good. it's yeah. so good. And I'm like, I could just sit down and read that whole book in the time that I sit and scroll through Instagram or TikTok. And that's what's crazy to me is there's so much – that is blinding us from the truth of the Lord. And that's exactly what Satan is trying to do with all these things that he has. And I think it's really cool that you're, you were able to do that. And because I know it's obviously it's really hard for me, especially being so far from home. I love to keep updated with my family. So that's one thing for me, but I know sometimes I use that as an excuse, like, Oh, I'm on Instagram because I'm wanting to keep up with everybody, (laughs) but like, I'm really just bored and I don't know what to do. Um, But I just, I love that. Just seeing like, kind of having just the straight truth that's mm-hmm. all you need is straight truth from the bible and that's the only place you're going to get it and i love having like people around me to just spit that truth into me and just not maybe not spit that truth into <laughs> me but maybe just like tell me the truth like i i want to know the truth i don't need to know a bunch of just fluff and puff basically right. about like what you think i should feel or how i should feel or how society tells me how to feel yeah. like i'm beautiful because the lord says i'm beautiful and that's just period like that honestly like that's just that's fact and that's a hard thing to come to the conclusion in and of course I'm going to struggle with it but the 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 lies that come from Satan and come from social media like that is where the Bible can help that's where the truth comes in and I love that yeah and in ourselves too I think that we call ourselves lies too like Mm -hmm. just like the mind is so tricky and powerful right and so like if you're just sitting alone and like you're not doing anything then your mind's like oh, well, maybe I could do this better. Or maybe I should do this for a certain time. Maybe I'll look different. Maybe I'll do these things. But then when you're actually just feeling that time of being alone, but being alone with the Lord, it helps your mind not to be so just a lot sometimes because mm-hmm. that's what we can do just as humans. I think that's, that's just how it is sometimes. Yeah, that is so good. I'm I'm really glad. Like, this was so refreshing. <laughs> Because I just love that these, I was talking to my friend Peyton Rose the other day and we just got to talking about how she was like, India, every time I read this book um, called Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen, I don't know. I read it. Yes. So So good. But she's like, every time I read the next day you come out with a podcast that's talking literally about what I was just reading about. And she's like, that's such, what a weird coincidence. And I was like, that's so cool. So I was like, this was so funny that you brought like brought those two topics up and I was literally just talking about them the other day and I was like, that's so cool. Like I just love to get on here and talk about what I think about stuff. Yes, thank you. <laughs> but I'm just so glad that you were able to come and I'm so glad I got to meet you. I love this because I love meeting new people. Yeah. But I'm so glad I was able to find you through Tate. Of course, um yeah. and you both are such beautiful people inside so and are out. You. Yeah. So are you. Oh. But I'm so glad you were here. Um Thanks, everybody, for watching and listening. Um, Just remember to love on your neighbors, be kind to others, because you never know whose life you can change. And um, just be the reason someone smiles today. You got anything else to say? 
Uh, yeah. Well. Yeah. Bye, everybody. Have a good day.